If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Today's special show, the importance of a walkthrough before closing. Absolutely. And in studio is the premier realtor from Baird & Warner. Yeah, that's Mark McKenna. Also, we're getting there, fall maintenance items for every homeowner. And in studio is the premier award-winning realtor from Barrington and the principal at Compass. Yeah, that's Kim Alden. And can you buy a house after a bankruptcy or a short sale? That's a good question. Well, in studio, with his expert advice, is the premier mortgage consultant from the Loan Depot. Yeah, that's Pat Canone. And then I'm still getting this question to me every week. That's why I'm going to bring it up again. I do one of these a month. Do you think that FHA calls for repairs and that there is an FHA inspector that's going to come out to your place because you're getting an FHA loan? Uh, me, Randy Barcella, I will dismill dispel all of these myths versus reality. Yes, we do have a packed house again this morning with a lot of valuable information. So get a paper and pencil ready. And as always, we're live. This is not one of your syndicated shows. Uh, this is your local show with your local host, and we're live. Call in anytime, 312-642-5600. Yeah, that's our number, 312-642-5600. Happy Sunday morning, Mark McKenna, our Polish uh Realtor, Jean Dobre. Good morning, Jean Dobre, Randy. What does that mean, Jean Dobre? Jean Dobre, good morning. That's what it means. Oh, that's right. So. Good. All right. I'm learning <laughs> from you, buddy. Hello, Kim. <laughs> hey, Pat. How are you guys? Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Beautiful Sunday. So, you know, uh, we're ready to close, right? Uh, we have a buyers. They're ready. You know, they're chilling the champagne on the ice, uh, you know, getting ready to get the keys the next day. But we need to do one Small, I would say, but very, very important thing before closing, which is a walkthrough. And uh, some people will ask me, what's a walkthrough? Well, just like the name suggests, it's a walkthrough through the house, through the property, uh, shortly before closing. Uh, I like to do my walkthroughs as soon as, uh, as close as possible to the closing. So if I have a closing in the afternoon, I do it early in the morning. If we have a morning closing, I'll do it the day before. And it allows us to see if the house is left in the condition that, you know, my buyers agree to buy it. If there's any new issues that arise, you know, between people vacating the property uh, to the closing, uh, you know, depends on the uh, time of the year. Uh, could be a winter, could be a summertime downpours. You know, you want to make sure that house is standing. There is no frozen pipes, no leaking. No. I, I've also heard stories about where... During the moving process, whether they had movers or they had their family members or friends do it, but they broke the doors in the front trying to get a piece of furniture out, or they cracked a window, or they broke the door frame. You know, you way ahead of me, Randy. I got the checklist for you. <laughs> you right. know, a few things. All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Let me but see. It's a, it's, a, it's a great point. You know, and honestly, you know, people ask oh, how long is it going to take. You know, I have no time. I'm like, you know what? You got to make time for a yes. walkthrough. This is, yes. you know. One of the major purchases in your life, you know, for most people buying a home. So a walkthrough could take as long as, as 15 minutes and it might take, depends on the size of, size of the house, 
up to an hour, uh, an hour or more. Sure, sure. Yeah, and and remember, it's not an inspection; it's a walkthrough. You know, we're just making sure that uh, you're getting you know, what you paid for. Exactly. So uh, let's get to the checklist. You know, we want to check. You know, when we get to the house, first of all, that you know the power is still on. Make sure all the light fixtures are working. You know, all the electricals are working. Uh, you do want to check all your appliances. You know, uh, your your stove, your microwave. You know, your maybe a uh, run your dishwasher really quickly, you know, turn it on. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story a little bit later, you know, uh, how people try to switch appliances the day before closing. Really? It happened to me. Uh, so another thing, you know, test all the faucets. Make sure the hot water is running, the cold water is running. You know, check the toilets. You yeah. know, that there is no leaks. Everything's working properly. Uh, another thing, uh, check the thermostat for, especially now summertime, for AC that it's still working or, you know, wintertime, you want to check the furnace if it's turning on. Those are major, major components that, you know, if they're broken, they're going to cost you a lot of money. And remember, you know, when you sign the papers at the closing, you are taking legal and financial responsibility for the purchase. So you want to get, you don't want to get into a house uh, full of problems uh, because you just neglected the walkthrough. Um, so what happens, you know, if there is an issue that we find uh, during a walkthrough? So... Going to uh, coming back to the story I was going to tell you. Uh, so a few months ago, we did want to walk through with one of my clients. You know, everything seems to be good, and we're going into the laundry room, and we're seeing different appliances: washer, dryer, this white square box. They're beat up, and we remember when we look at the listing, when we purchase, uh, we'll put an offer on it. They were beautiful stainless steel, throat loaders, uh, loaders. You know, uh, brand new appliances. I'm like, hmm. Something doesn't right make sense here. Uh, me being me, I mean, pulled up the listing pictures and everything, and it's like, there we go. Totally different appliances. The seller, unfortunately, tried to, you know, pull a, a bait and switch, yeah, swap right. them, and, you know, save some money. We did call the uh, listing agent, and it was a unpleasant situation, but it got resolved right before closing. So they actually came back. <laughs> they replaced the uh you know, uh, appliances, and we were able to close on time without major problems. But it was an uh, embarrassment to the seller, you know. Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, last week, uh, so it's fresh in my mind, we just closed on it uh, last Tuesday. Last week on Thursday, uh, we're walking through a property, and the AC is not turning on. Uh, you know, we're trying and everything. It's like the, the, the AC is not coming up. It's like 90 degrees out there. Uh, so what do we do? Again, you know, you call the listing agents, tell them what's going on. They said, oh, it, it will be fixed. It will be fixed. The closing is next day, uh, 9 a.m. So, you know, attorneys can work that off. So we went to the closing and we're trying to close on time so my buyer can get in there, sell it, gets their money. So we asked to keep some money in the escrow account. And if you don't know what escrow account is, it's a third-party account that they held some of the money just to make sure it covers all the expenses, you know. AC, we don't know what it is. It could be a simple part, you know, worth $100 or could be a major expense. So we tried to keep about $5,000 just to cover just to cover uh, my buyer. Uh, the seller, unfortunately, did not agree. Uh, I don't know if this was an issue, uh, him understanding what's at stake. So the closing, unfortunately, got delayed. So it happened after the long weekend, Labor Day. It did happen. Uh, the seller fixed the issue. It was about $400. Uh, $400. But again, you know, I'm just stressing the importance of a walkthrough. If we did not check the AC, we did not check, you know, the appliances, 
my buyer would come in and he would be responsible for you know major repairs. And you know what's great now, the last 15 years versus 20 years ago, we have cell phones that take videos and photos and you could bring that camera with you to the closing and show the attorneys this is what we just saw. Yes, and uh, coming back, you know, to your point, uh, one more thing, uh, just like you said, the sellers are moving out, usually, you know, a day or two before the closing, you know, check the walls for damages, uh, hardwood floors, you know, sometimes uh, they leave a scratches there. I mean, that's a costly repair coming out of your buyer's pocket, you know, if they don't uh, catch this before closing. And, what, closing. and also, two landscape items in the back. Oh, that that's a that's another good point. Big you know, pots, big pots, grills. And everything. Uh, people sometimes like uh, like to dig up their own bushes. Like no really way, nice really? Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I never happened to me. I I did some research and I read about that, and I heard from some other agents. Uh, they do that. I mean, you know, so you got to be diligent and and make sure you know you get the house, the property. In that uh, condition that you actually Hey, Mark McKenna, how could somebody get a hold of you for a checklist about a walkthrough? Well, the best way is just call me directly at my cell phone, 847-790-6749, or come to our website, realestatereveal.com, where you can see all our information. And for those people who didn't catch the uh, number, again, it's 847-790-6749. And of course, I speak Polish. Dziękuję. Uh, very good. Mark McKenna, Baird and Warner. Wow, great information. Hey, don't forget, everybody, we're live. 312-642-5600. Yeah, 312-642-5600. I'm Brandy Barcella, your show host. And uh, we're moving right along here with uh, some more great information. Fall maintenance items for every homeowner. And in studios, the premier award-winning realtor for many years in, from Barrington. And she's the principal at Compass. Yeah, Kim Alden. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Randy. Mark, I'll add one that was even worse. Um, We went to a walkthrough in the moving truck. It was a walkout basement, and the moving truck decided that they were going to back up to the walkout basement door and drove over the septic field and sank. Oh, Oh, boy. So you want to talk about... Talking about a major expense, right? Major expense. Anyways, today's topic is fall maintenance. Um, A couple couple times ago, I talked about, um, you know, different things, and Randy's like, oh, you got to do your next show on maintenance. So I went on that bandwagon. Um, one of the things, let's start with the exterior, because as fall's coming, you know, it's still in the 80s, but fall is really around the corner. So one of the most important things is clean your gutters and downspouts. As the leaves start to fall, you want to make sure that those things aren't clogged. They can cause great damage. Absolutely. You know what, Kim? I don't want to rush you at all, but we're coming up to a quick break. Oh, my gosh. But this is really important. Why not do the fall maintenance items now while it's still warm outside? You don't want to get caught in December and you forgot to do this. Uh, wow. Hey, did you get out to our website, realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. Also, I have videos of everybody in the studio if you go to Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. It's so And it's always so good to be with you all every Sunday morning. Welcome. Good morning, America. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show, and I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And the first half of the show, did did you miss Mark McKenna? Wow. Baron Warner talking about the walkthrough. Great information. Um, And right before the break, we were just talking about fall maintenance items that you should get ready for now. Don't wait till December, January, or, you know, when it's ice cold out. It's warm outside now. There's a lot of things you could do to get prepared for the fall and winter. And uh, we've got the expert realtor, the award-winning many years in Barrington. And she's also the principal at Kim Alden. Kim. Hey, Brandy. Thanks. 
So again, fall maintenance is really important regardless if you're a homeowner, but especially if you're a new homeowner because you have no idea what the previous owners did. So my first one that before the break was talking about cleaning the gutters and downspouts. The next thing is, is you want to remember to remove your hoses and drain the lines and then turn the outside water off. Um, you don't know if it's a freeze-proof spigot, so you want to make sure that you do that. The other great thing is check your dryer vent. You have no idea when the last time the previous homeowners cleaned it, and they should be cleaned biannually. So it's an easy thing. There are services if it's up high that you can call to take care of that. Um, also look in your vent hood for where your stove is because bees could have built some kind of nests in there, those types of things. And again, it's all going to eliminate the airflow. And the last thing you want to do is be out in the winter on a ladder in the snow. Sealing your driveway is a great thing. It helps maintain the driveway. So when the, the snow is there and it's melting and freezing and melting and freezing, they can seal off the cracks. Um, you want to make sure you rake all the leaves up. People don't think about this, but if you leave the leaves in the winter and it's under the snow, it can actually kill your grass. Um, another thing to think about is planting those spring bulbs. Like, what do you want to bloom in the spring? You have to plant them now. I do the tulips every fall oh, at I, my house. I have red tulips at my house. I see the pictures. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I, it's kind of people don't think about is wash out your garbage cans and recycle bins because, you know, they've been in the hot weather in the summertime. You know, clean and cover the barbecue, store your outdoor furniture, you know, trim those large branches and bushes, cut down your flowers. Um, and then if you have a new house and you have a sprinkler system, you have to hire an irrigation company to come and blow out your irrigation. You know, a lot of people don't think about that. Take a, have somebody take a peek at your roof, um, take a peek at your fireplace. Um, you want to test your snowblower. And then jumping inside, you know, October is fire safety month. You always want to make sure that you change your batteries for your smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. Really important is we're going to start turning the furnace back on. Um, and speaking of the furnace, you're also going to want to probably service and maintain that. Um, clean your washing machine. This was something that um, when I was doing you know, kind of my research for my list, um, clean your washing machine. After so many washes, it'll smell after a while. Right. You got to clean it. You got to clean it. And there's actually, you can buy um, cleaner tablets that you can put in or you can just wash it with vinegar. Um, reverse your ceiling fans. It helps with energy efficiency. Oh, that's a good one. Um, you know, as I said, the chimney, test your backup sump pump. You know, those backup sump pumps need maintenance. So it's a good time in the fall to remember to do that as well. Um, weather stripping, because weather stripping, again, on your doors, you want to make sure that you don't have any drafts coming in. It's a good time to look at you know, your decks, make sure that there's no popped nails, anything like that. Um, you know, the other thing is, is they talk about a general full clean. It's like do a fall cleaning, do a spring cleaning, mm -hmm. kind of make sure that you've got everything ready to rock so that you can have a, you know, a seamless winter without any maintenance issues. Because those small little things over time, if water can get in there, expands, contracts, it just really creates. And we've got a lot of time now. You don't have to do all this in one day, but how about a little bit each weekend? Because, like I said, uh, you know, we're having a lot of great weather this summer and going into the immediate fall now in a couple of weeks, 80s, 70s. It could change in a heartbeat here in the Chicagoland area back to the 50s and 40s. So it's OK to get on, you know, do that now in the next right. month. Right. You know, take a project every weekend. Obviously, you can't, you know, rake your leaves now, but it's something to put, you know, back towards October. I always remember October 31st, Halloween. It's raining or cold or both. And it really changes quick. So we've it got does to change quickly. Yeah. Well, I, we have a couple of Halloween pictures with snow on the ground. Uh, so these are just, you know, little tips and, and tips. The other thing, too, is if you have a new house and you have a pool, you have to winterize your pool. 
you have a hot tub, you have to winterize that. So it's just things that people don't think about, especially when they're new homeowners, because they've either, if they're a first time homeowner or they have items that they've never had before, they don't understand like these things need maintenance. And if you don't maintain it, your sprinkler system um, breaks in the wintertime. It's a big, big mess. Like I share with borrowers today, yeah, much like uh, we, Pat Canone. we maintain our automobiles every three to 5,000 miles, you need to maintain your home and to be diligent about the things that uh, Kim is discussing this morning. Right. And people don't think about trimming their trees. So if you don't keep your trees trimmed, when the heavy snow and ice comes, then, you know, it could put extra weight on the tree. The tree can fall on your house. So all these little things add up to a big savings, you know, to prevent something. Could a t- big thing that I see over 20 years, you see a foot and a half of bare concrete foundation because there was a lot of settling around the house because the water did not get pitched away from the house. You've got to get your gutters and downspouts pitched at least six feet out away from your house because the it'll have a reverse um, pitch going into the house eventually, and you're going to have a lot of major foundation problems. So, And even if you have to bury your downspouts, do that. But that's really important. I see it on a lot of houses. Right. And you have to make sure those gutters and those downspouts are clean because that's the biggest issue where ice damming comes into play sure. because the water has nowhere to go because it's packed with leaves and debris. So wrapping up, it's just about maintain, maintain, maintain. If you maintain your house correctly, it's going to add value because no one wants to come in with four or five years of deferred maintenance and the damages that that deferred maintenance costs. So it's something you make the investment in your house, you know, for yourselves, it alleviates problems and, you know, keeps it, the house up, up kept and, you know. And I love it that you share all this valuable advice with all of your clients. You go a step much further than most realtors. Well, we try. (laughs) How can somebody get a hold of you for your um, checklist? They can reach me on my cell at 847-254-5757. They can find me on realestaterevealed.com or they can Google me. Fantastic. Kim Alden from the Compass, uh, uh, principal at Compass in Barrington. Wow, just valuable information. And yeah, get out to the site, like she said, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's testimonies, biographies, photo galleries. You can go to Facebook Real Estate Revealed and, and check out the videos that we have this morning on the show. Just some great information. And uh, speaking of great information, can you buy a house after a bankruptcy or a short sale? Wow. This is a good question. And in studio is the premier mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot. Yeah, Pat Canone. Good morning again, Randy, Kim, Mark. It's great to be here this morning. So do you have a bankruptcy on your record? Uh, sometimes folks... Um, uh, just put aside the bankruptcy and figure that they can never purchase a home again. Um, it might feel that life will never come back to financial normalcy, but the truth is a bankruptcy is not is not a permanent black mark on your credit report. I was discussing that with Mark earlier this morning. It is possible to buy a home after bankruptcy if you know which steps to take. You know, life happens, as I tell all of my borrowers. Um, I've helped hundreds of home buyers purchase after bankruptcy and after uh, going through a short sale. So let's take a closer look on how to buy a, a, a home after a bankruptcy. First, you'll need to wait until a judge discharges your bankruptcy before you can get a loan. Uh, how long do you have to wait? Well, it all depends on the type of bankruptcy that you uh, participated in and what type of loan that you want. Chapter 7, that's a complete bankruptcy. That's correct, Randy. That's the most common type of bankruptcy is a Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Chapter 7 basically wipes out all of your qualifying debt. 
So but, it's discharged at the date that the judge... Correct. Okay. So, there, you know, the process may take a year or two or longer, depending on the complexities of the bankruptcy. And then there is a defined discharge date. And that's when the clock starts ticking. Unfortunately, though, if you do go through a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, you will probably take a major hit with your um, credit score. And uh, so we do need to mitigate that. Well, what if they want to refinance? How many years after a Chapter 7? One, two, three, four? Uh, after. Uh, if you wish to refinance after a Chapter 7, if you're looking to use a, a conventional loan for, if it's a uh, government-backed loan like an FHA loan or a VA, it's two years. And that's the same what about for, for a conventional loan. A conventional loan, it's four years. Four years, and then for, you can apply. Then you can apply. It's not bad. No, it's not but, bad but, at but all. But how, how long to purchase? How long to purchase? It's the same. It's the same four years and two years. Two years FHA, four years conventional. It's not the end of the world. And it is not the end of the world. But it's a good, you know what? I like that two to four years because you get a couple years to get another job and get your act back together and start making payments again. And now you've got four years of good history. Right. Now, the Chapter 13 uh, is the more lenient uh, of the two banks. I heard they're not uh, doing many Chapter uh, 7s anymore because of the housing industry increased so much over the last year. That there's no reason to discharge everything because yeah, the property values are increasing. I don't know for sure, but I heard this. Oh, my gosh. We're coming up to a commercial break. Good information. Did you have a bankruptcy? Um, and when can you buy again? Valuable information here with Pat Canone, the mortgage expert with the Loan Depot. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Have you been out to the website? Realestaterevealed.com. R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. We'll be right back. More of Pat Canone. Back to the show, sure to answer your questions about the real estate market. Real Estate Revealed with Randy Bursella. Ain't nobody leaving here. We're having a blast. Good morning, America. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and in studio, Mark McKenna, premier realtor from Baron Warner, Kim Alden, the legend of Barrington and principal at Compass, and Pat Canone, he's in the top 1%. It was all over the news a few months back, uh, Chicago Magazine and other publications with Lone Depot. So yeah, we have the right people in the studio. If you have any questions, 312-642-5600. Yeah, we're live. 312-642-5600. And I was telling Pat Canone during the break, a lot of people ended up going from a really great credit score of, say, 750 or 720, and now they're in the 500s because during COVID and the downsizing and people lost their jobs and the credit went bad and some people had to do a bankruptcy, whether it was Chapter 11 or Chapter 7. But Pat Canone is saying it's not the end of the world. And uh, guess what, everybody? You can get back into buying a house or refinancing. It just takes some certain steps that you want to uh, follow and. Pat Canone. Exactly, Randy. So just to recap, Chapter 7 is the most common. And if you're looking to get a conventional loan, you do need to wait four years after court discharges or dismisses the bankruptcy. And it is that uh, drop-dead date. But government-backed loans such as VA and FHA are much more uh, lenient. And you only need to wait two years after the discharge or dismissal. The other common type of uh, bankruptcy is a Chapter 13, where you reorganize your debts. Um, And this type of bankruptcy... Uh, is very lenient if you want, wish to purchase via FHA or VA. You simply have to uh, be through the bankruptcy uh, right at the discharge date, and you can purchase immediately with court permission. Um, so 
Chapter 13 also means that your credit may not have taken as much of a hit as it may have during a Chapter 7. If you're looking to do a conventional loan with a Chapter 13, um, depending on whether it was discharged or simply dismissed, it's a four to two year process as well. So what type of mortgages can you get after a bankruptcy? Basically, you can get just about any type of mortgage uh, through a bankruptcy, but I find um, that for the most part, uh, with most of my clients, especially since they want to purchase sooner rather than later, that uh, they choose to go with an FHA loan. And here at Loan Depot, we can finance borrowers with scores as low as 580, even after a bankruptcy. Are you going to get burnt on the interest rate being a lot higher? The interest rate may be higher, but, you know, I, I was talking Let's say to- say the going rate is 3%. Correct. And yeah. You had a chapter seven, but FHA says we'll give you. A- well, let's say we're going into the uh, five eighty credit score. Okay. You're probably going to be in the mid to upper fours, which two or three years ago would have been a phenomenal interest yeah, rate. So. so today, and it's all you know what I what I share with consumers on on a day to day basis is, you know, it's a it's a stopgap. So we go in, we purchase with an FHA loan. Your credit improves, and maybe a year or two Jump we can go into a conventional loan. Wow. Absolutely. So you're, you're, this is exciting news, everybody. If you've got some bumps and bruises, because guess what? There's nothing to feel bad about. Life happens. Exactly. And so what are the steps? What do you need to do? The first thing you need to do after a bankruptcy is to repair your credit. Um, sometimes um, uh, many folks swear off credit at this point in time. And actually, that's the worst thing to do. You have to reestablish your financial uh, history, your financial responsibility, so that the credit bureaus and lenders and creditors know that you are now financially responsible. I heard, maybe you're, maybe I'm going ahead of myself like I did with Mark, but I think the last five years I'm hearing things on the radio and TV that there's a lot of companies now will give you a credit card, a 500 limit, put the $500 in the bank, and they're going to uh, score you each month. Yep. Exactly, Randy. And, to build the credit back up. Uh, yeah, you must have read my notes. Uh, so that's called a See, sec- I'm learning. I'm reading up before you get in the studio, sir. So that's, that's called a secured credit card. And that is the best way, or one of the best ways, I should say, to help you reestablish credit um, and uh, put yourself back into a positive position. So basically, as Randy indicated, you go to a financial institution, uh, any large bank out there, and you basically deposit a sum of money and you borrow against your own money. And um, I was just sharing this uh, yesterday with a uh, uh, with a uh, real estate partner of mine for one of his uh, borrowers. Basically, all you need to do is go to a bank get um, and tell them that you want a secured credit card. And now I want you to start charging with that card. Uh, go and get gasoline. Go and get groceries. groceries yeah. But pay off your card regularly. You know, we were talking earlier in the show uh, it, it, during the break that, you know, just pay it off immediately. You charge within a few weeks, pay it off. And I don't know if I learned this from you. I probably did a year ago. But let's say you got a $1,000 credit limit on your credit card. You want to have your debt balance always below $300. You don't want to have it charged up to $800. You want to have it like just 25%. Is that true? Absolutely, Randy. Uh, Randy, I'm going to hire you as my assistant. Um, Don't go up to the limit. No, exactly. I mean, again, life happens and you may need to make that major purchase or your car goes out and you need to uh, finance that. But as Randy indicated, one of the best ways to keep your credit score up is if you have a $1,000 limit, try to maintain a balance no greater than $300. Wow. 
Take My Breath Away. The song is coming on. And this is fabulous news, Pat Canone. Uh, we're coming up to a quick break, but I want everybody to get your phone number to see how to get a hold of you. Because a lot of people are listening right now need your advice. Just past bankruptcy now. Um, hey, I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. We're having a blast in the studio. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. It's not unusual for us to have a lot of fun with our audience each and every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Did you get out to the website? realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's photo galleries, there's videos, there's podcasts of the past two years of shows. Just go anytime, 24-7, listen to your favorite topic, get your checklist out. Um, hey, before the break, uh, we're just getting done with uh, some great information and really good news. If you had a bankruptcy or a short sale, you could get a mortgage again. And Pat Canone just went over all the great details, but um, he's the mortgage expert with the Loan Depot. But uh, Pat, if somebody needs to get a hold of you, so for some advice. How could they do it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, shortly, though, if you had a short sale and we didn't have an opportunity to go through that, you'll need to wait uh, possibly as much as three years. And we can discuss that on another show or you can call yeah. me. So um, you can always reach me at 630-965-8138. That's 630-965-8138 at patcanone.com, C-A-N-N-O-N-E, or of course here at the realestaterevealed.com website. Thank you, Pat Canone. And don't forget, everybody, this is not one of these nationally syndicated shows that's recorded. We're live, and we're, we're, we're from the Chicagoland area and all the suburbs. And so uh, I'm working today. I know everybody in the show is working today. And so it's okay. Get our cell phones. Call us. We're here to help you all the time. And uh, here's one that comes up every month, and I get these questions every month. That's why I do a show about this every month. You win FHA for your mortgage. Oh, the sellers are dying. The realtors are dying. They're saying, oh, my God, why did you go FHA? There's an FHA inspector that's going to come out now, and they're going to call for a lot of pairs, and you're going to have to rebuild your house, and blah, 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 blah. And guess what? It's urban myth, everybody. There is no FHA inspector that comes out to your house. Uh, that went away 24 years ago. HUD from Atlanta, the Home Ownership Center, came out here to the Sheraton and Lyle. There was about 400 people, mortgage people, appraisers, underwriters, everybody. And FHA 24 years ago said, we are no longer in the calling for repair business. They used to have a four-page sheet called VC sheet, valuation condition checklist, where there was an appraiser that called for repairs. But the last 24 years, there is no FHA inspector, and FHA does not call for repairs. That's urban myth. But this urban myth has perpetuated over the last... 24 years, and I get these calls every week. I'm doing an FHA appraisal. I call the listing agent or the homeowner on refi. Oh, no, Randy, wait a couple weeks. You're the the FHA guy. We got to get ready for you. I said, what? Oh, you know, we got to have our gutters and downspouts a certain uh, fascia and soffit a certain level. We got to have screens on all the doors and windows. We have to have GFCI outlets, kitchen and bathroom, smoke alarms, and it's going on and on. I said, no, none of that is an FHA requirement. If you had a home inspection done as a buyer, and the home inspector came out, and it's clean. You're done. There are no repairs. But if there are some minor things or major things that have to be repaired, your home inspector will know what your local village and your local city and your local town needs. There, there is no FHA inspector. And um, you see, we go through a house, and we generally 
view everything in your house, but we don't move anything. And we don't go behind the furnace or behind the panels or up on top of the roof. And we don't uh, check uh, everything that the home inspector will do. The home inspector is going to spend probably two and a half hours, maybe three at your home. And if it's Charlie Belfontaine, boy, he'll spend, you know, he's got an expert crew. They know what they're doing. Um, but uh, yeah, so here's where I will call for something, health and safety. I go up to the house. I see the shingles are curling on the roof and some of the shingles are missing. And I go upstairs and there's ceiling tiles stained brown or whatever. It's probably a leaking roof. So I'll take pictures and notify that. Um, I go in the basement and it's flooded basement. You got to take care of that. Or there's horizontal cracks in the foundation walls. Yeah, that's a structural problem. Or there's no heat. There's no furnace and there's no hot water tank. You see, your house has to be in at least average condition and livable. So, um, but, uh, and, and smoke and carbon monoxide alarms, that's a state law and a city of Chicago law and probably many suburbs laws. But that's not something for the appraiser to do or call for. You see, we're forbidden to call for smoke and carbon monoxide alarms uh, with FHA and VA, or we will be removed from the panel of appraisers because they said now you're acting as a state enforcer of state laws as an appraiser, and you can't do that. That's huge liability. Um, but but you know what? There's little things that if you need GFCI outlets, you know, all the homes in the last, I would say, at least 30 years have the grounded outlets, three-prong outlets, and a lot of municipalities said you have to have it. But it, let's say you just have the three-prong outlets and 100-amp service. That's okay for me as an appraiser, but go ahead and do it. If the home inspector says, Randy, the village requires this, go spend 15 bucks each on a couple of uh, GFC outlets and go put smoke and carbon monoxide alarms in your house. You have to have them anyways. I've got 10 in my house. I may have too many, but that's just how I am. Okay, I did a townhouse uh, recently, and it was a beautiful two-story townhouse. And an older woman went into a, a home, and the, the new buyer came in, called me a month later, maybe three weeks later. Randy Barcel, I said, yeah. She goes, I got a bone to pick with you. I said, what? She goes, two of the Whirlpool jets didn't work in the Whirlpool in the uh, primary bathroom, um, and the one of the wall switches didn't work. I said, did you get a home inspection done? Oh, no, I went FHA, and you're supposed to protect me on this. I said, no, FHA does not call for repairs, and there's no guarantee that FHA um, – that your house is safe, sound, and sanitary. It's up to you to get a home inspection done. So be careful. Whenever you buy a house, I recommend get a home inspection done. But here's another thing. A lot of appraisers are working for management companies, appraisal management companies, and they're only getting paid $310 or $300 on an appraisal instead of $450. So they're going to call for a bunch of repairs so they get a $125 reinspection fee. And here's a line I hear all the time. You know, FHA always called for that. You know, FHA is going to call for that. And this is in the minds of all the realtors and sellers out there. Get, get that out of your mind, everybody. There is no FHA inspector, and they do not call for repairs. I do a lot of seminars about this. Uh, but, of course, you want your home safe, sound, and sanitary. You've got a seller's disclosure form you're going to sign anyways. And uh, listen to what the home inspector says. If you need any more uh, I, uh, details about this, call me or text me, 708-870-9400. 708-870-9400. We'll be right back. Now, back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Parcella. Like heaven and earth can't take my eyes off of you. You're too good to be true, and I can't sing at all, but I can dance. Happy Sunday, America. And welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And right before the break, if you were listening, I went over the urban myth that's been going around for 24 years that if you go FHA for your loan, 
that people think and realtors think and underwriters think that there's an FHA inspector comes out and calls for repairs. It's not true at all. It's urban myth. Um, and you don't want to, why, why do you not want to sell FHA? Because um, it's three and a half percent down. A lot of people can get in with lower credit. And, and so, um, and like I said, I, I offered my phone number. I do a lot of uh, real estate office seminars. I do mortgage company seminars. Um, if, if an appraiser calls for a bunch of repairs, the, the lender and Pat just said during the break, the banks, what, and so did uh, uh, Kim Alden. Hey, the FHA called for this, an FHA inspector called for this, and a carbon monoxide alarm. Well, time out. FHA does not call for anything, number one, because there is no FHA inspector, and it's still urban myth out there. So if you have a, a bunch of repairs, you could call me, 708-870-9400. Tell me what the, appraise, what the repairs were, and I'll tell you what's legit and what's not. Um, and, and so uh, and you, when I tell the realtors and the lenders well, – They'll do the repairs if it's in the FHA guideline handbook called 4000.1. So you tell the appraiser, copy and paste the sentences or paragraphs in the HUD guideline that says I have to do those repairs, and I'll do them. But they're not in there, so you don't have to do them. There's people calling, there's appraisers calling for peeling paint in a five-year-old, 10-year-old house. You can't buy lead-based paint That's since 1978. You can't manufacture it. You can't buy it. So peeling paint on a house five, 10 years old, that's not a health and safety concern. Um, so... Trust your home inspector. And Charlie Belfontaine is on our website. You want to call him and get a lot of things. So um, I, we, that's what we do on the show here. We try to dispel myths versus reality. And that's how the show was founded. We try to dispel, to, to make your life stress-free going through this mortgage market and the real estate market and the attorneys. And boy, we, we, we try to cover all bases. And so keep your emails and texts and uh, calls coming in because that's how we will uh, prepare for future shows for you. Um, and so, you know what? There's other... Show host, co-host on the show. They're not here today, but they're going to be here next week. I want to recognize them. Yes, yeah, Sandra Wright, realtor from Chicago Properties. Vincent Arricchio, the premier commercial and residential attorney. Brad Heddock, owner of Commercial Lending X. Teresa Mueller, commercial realtor with the Trillium Group. Paula Avenham, realtor from At Properties in Highland Park. Lena Mataria, our bilingual Arabic-speaking uh, realtor from Keller Williams Preferred in Orland Park. And... Charlie Belfontaine, inspector, Chicagoland Home Inspectors. And, of course, Pete Weldon, the great uh, producer that's been here for many years. And so, hey, have you been out to the website, realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's so many podcasts of the last two years of show. It's a lot of free information for you. There's photo galleries. There's testimonies. And click on charities above. Don't forget, every October, November, December, we have half of our show, three shows a month with charities. So we're looking forward to that, too. Um, and and if, you're, if you see me on Facebook, you're, you're going to see that I do a lot of inspirational quotes. I love doing that. I love inspiring others to, to help out. And um, here's a few for you before we end the show here. You know what? Life happens to all of us. It's how we react to everything that is the difference between where we are now and where we deserve to be. You see, we can't direct the wind, but we can adjust our sails, right? You don't always have control over what happens to you in life, but you do have control over what to do with that experience. And that's important now with everything that's going on around the world in the United States. Um, and you know what? Never judge anybody because remember that everyone you meet is afraid of something, loves something, and has lost something. So somebody's given you bad service at a, a coffee shop or cut you off or, or just something bad happened you don't know maybe they lost their parents the day before or lost a dog so um 
Be good to yourself, everybody. Be good to others and tell someone each day that you love them. And I can't wait to see you back here next Sunday morning, 8 a.m. on AM 560 The Answer, the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show.